Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, remember the game Two Truths and a Lie? Well, we created our own version of it called Two Retirement Truths and One Lie. We'll find out how much you know or don't know about retirement planning, that and so much more on today's show. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. WealthWorks Radio is the program. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here, as well as Joseph Lanza. Uh, Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth and uh, fiduciary independent. Joseph, an independent fiduciary as well, alongside Eric. And uh, we have got a good show. I like this. Two truths and a lie. Hi, how are you guys? Good morning, Steve. How are Hi, you? Steve. Very well, thanks. I, I, I like this game. I think it's uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, I, I mean, you played this as a, as a kid, maybe as a teenager, right? Yeah, yeah, probably, you know, not in front of our parents. Well, because, never you know, in front of your parents. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was like, hey, you want to go play this game? Uh, wait till your mom leaves, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, then there may have been girls involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you couldn't play doctor in front of our parents. Oh, there were yeah. a lot of things. Spin the bottle. Oh, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Right, okay. So in this case, we're applying it to real-world things like retirement planning. And uh, so two truths and a lie. I'm going to run through it. Let's see if you can figure it out. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I can't depend solely on Social Security benefits for my living expenses when retired. Two, it's never too early to start saving for retirement. And three, I don't need help with my plan. I use an app for free and get the same information. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. know, the lie in this one is I don't need help with my plan. I can use an app for free and get the same information. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's really funny. Uh, Luxor Advisors was this firm a long time ago, and they went all fintech. They're like, we're not going to have any more in-person in, uh, in meetings. And so they launched this whole thing and put put millions and millions of dollars into this and ended up selling it for under a million dollars. Oh, wow. And so what had happened was is that they found that you just can't have that personal connection through an app. And the other fault of it was, yeah, they'll write you a financial plan, but then that's it. It stays stagnant. And, you know, we assume that everything is going to stay the same, but <laughs> come on, the stock market inflation, interest rates, your risk tolerance, your income needs, your income, no, none of that stays the same. It no, all changes. I mean, course. come on. And uh, so the, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, it showed where it failed. Robo advisors failed, the app failed, the financial plan failed, and people were really running to find someone that they could actually speak to. And what I always say is there's a lot of people that move down to Florida and they're like, yeah, we want to get a local advisor because, uh, and they're kind of like struggling with it. I'm like, cause you want to make sure that you can put your hands on their throat if you have to. <laughs> That's a great line. You know? <laughs> and they like laugh and they're like, yeah, you know? <laughs> so basically you want to have that personal relationship that you have with your clients. And, and I really think that we have a great relationship with our clients and, uh, that's something you know that a lot of people don't have and again as we go through this you're going to learn where you know everything ebbs and flows i mean i mean this market over the past three years has been all over the place mm -hmm. um and there's a lot of people that are struggling out there with it with their finances they just and, and then they get so overwhelmed they don't know where to begin so again just sitting down with someone and how many times joseph have you sat down with somebody in the first meeting and, and in the first 45 minutes they're like i already feel so much better yeah, or they said this is exactly what I was looking for as far as the financial plan goes. Because a lot of the robo-advisors, too, they're just looking to set your allocation based on, like, your age or your needs, right? It's the same thing that, like, target date retirement funds do. Like, oh, when are you looking to retire? Okay, well, you should have this much bonds and this much stocks in your portfolio. And it's like, that's it? That's all you're giving me? You know, you need somebody who's actually going to sit down with you and put together a plan that's going to factor in all the external factors and your goals and wishes and then track that with you and build that relationship as time goes on and make sure that plan is tailored fit for your needs. Absolutely. And that's and that's what you do day in and day out. And, and so let's keep going here. There's a lot of stuff to cover. So let's go. Medicare is free and I don't need to pay anything for health care once uh, health related costs once I enroll. Medicare does not cover all medical expenses or you will spend more when you retire because of higher medical costs. Yeah, so this is always an interesting one. And the answer to this one, is, I mean, the lie in this one is that Medicare may not cost money upon enrollment, but healthcare costs can still be high in retirement. Oh, yeah. I think this is the biggest misnomer about Medicare is like 
They're like, I can't wait to get, get to 65. I go on Medicare. It's not that great, I promise you. So <laughs> stop, stop wishing your life away. But, you know, the, the things that Medicare doesn't cover is massage therapy, which, believe it or not, people walk a hell of a lot better if they have massage therapy. And um, that's been proven. I mean, I had a gentleman come in one day, and he's, you know, kind of walking side to side. And I'm like, you know, what illnesses do you have? He goes, oh, my legs have just been aching. And we got him into massage therapy, and uh, he now he walks normal. He's like, I can't believe the difference, but it's getting all that blood flowing through there and really working the muscles. And he says, yeah, he goes, I, I go once every two weeks, she resets me, and I walk so much better, I'm out of pain. But massage therapy is also rather expensive. You know, I mean, to go in and get a 60 or 90-minute massage is, and people think, oh, I, I go in there, you know, because it feels good. No, you actually do it because it's very therapeutic. Um, but also dental vision, which is very expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, as we get older, I mean, I cannot believe the dental bills that our clients have. Um, vision, obviously, you know, that gets worse as we age. So uh, that's not covered under there. Hearing. I mean, think about hearing aids, uh, you know, super expensive. And then the last one was even foot care. Uh, that is not covered by Medicare. And so how many of us, you know, as we get older, you know, our bodies start to fail. We've been on our feet all the time. All of these are costs that are going to go through the roof that we have to be prepared for. And when you think about normal inflation, think about medical inflation. I mean, that's, you know, three to four times higher than normal, typical inflation. So again, there's a lot of things that are not covered that we have to be prepared for in that financial plan. Another thing that the robo-advisors don't even consider. Well, of course. Folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 800-779-1942. All right, so uh, here's another one. I am always going to be comfortable with the risk level I am at. Emergency savings is different than borrowing from your 401k. And it's never too early to begin planning for retirement. Yeah, it's definitely going to be that first one. You're not always going to be comfortable with the current risk level you're at, especially if you're not even in retirement yet. Once you actually get into retirement, not only how you feel about the market is going to change and how much you're relying on income from your portfolio, that it's going to change that feeling that you have towards risk, but your actual fundamental plan and your feeling that way towards risk is going to change as well. And this is why as folks start to get older, they like seeing that they have more streams of guaranteed income that's actually factored into their plan. And we can start building that into their strategy that they use. So this way, you know, when they every five years or every 10 years in their plan, we're building out a new stream of income that we can then turn on or turn off depending on what the market is doing. And the reason that works for so many people is because when they're relying on, you know, the, the saying, you have all your eggs in one basket for income, when we have a bad year in the market, they really start to feel that and that fear really starts to kick up. So when you're able to build out these multiple streams of income that you're able to turn off or turn on, depending on what the market is doing, it really re reassures that confidence that you have in your financial plan. Sure. I mean, again, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, all right, so here's another one. Diversification and asset allocation are essentially the same thing. I should update my retirement plan periodically. Retirement planning has both emotional and financial components. Hmm. Hmm. I would say that diversification and asset allocation are essentially the same thing. It's really sad because financial education really is lacking a, a great deal out there. And, you know, there's just an economist on and it was talking about that we do not educate high school students or even college students anything about finances mm -hmm. when that is really the root of what they actually need when they get out of school. You know, how do I begin? How do I begin? Uh, taking care of my credit? How do I begin paying down my credit cards? Because quite frankly, I'm obsessed with my credit score. And and to be, you know, to be honest with you, when I was younger, I, I, I wasn't, you know, I was like, you know, and I remember walking out of a, a um, college football game, and they're all handing out credit card applications. And they're like, here, we'll give you four grand right off the bat. I'm like, what? And <laughs> you know, you think it's free money. It's, uh, it's so stupid how you mm. think when you're, you know, young, but it's like, you know, and so I wasn't that good with money back then. And, you know, my mother, who was an investment advisor way back when, um, you know, was, was like all over me. She's like, what the hell are you doing? You know, but so when I when I come to that is financial education is people think diversification and asset allocation are really the same thing. And they are not. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are symbiotic. There's no doubt about that. But the thing is, is that diversification involves spreading your investments among relevant asset classes, right? You want to be relevant to what's going on in the world. But 
asset allocation is really dividing that among different asset classes. And so you want to make sure, you know, that you're looking at large cap, mid cap, small cap, international, healthcare, energy, bonds. And then there's all different kinds of bonds that you can get into, but we won't. But um, the bottom line is, is that when you really sit down with your advisor, are they really educating you? And I think that that's where our clients really are, are looking for is they're looking to be educated about all these different um, areas. And there was a gentleman that had called into us and he's like, Eric, are you a CFP? And I said, no, I'm not. I said, Donna is. And I said, and Joseph is, is going for his. And he goes, well, I'm really interested in working with a CFP. Well, here's the thing. I have so much going on with my plate managing money. I don't have time to to do financial planning. That's why we have a team approach. And so the thing is, is that, you know, managing money last year was more than a full-time job. Doing financial planning for someone was more than a full-time job. There's no way that one single singular person can do that. And then, oh, by the way, we're moving money left and right. And that's what our concierge service side does. When the client calls in and says, hey, I need money. I'm buying a new car. Or I got to put on a new roof because a damn hurricane. You know, it's like all this stuff is happening. So we have different sides to our firm that are servicing that client. But at the same time, through the financial plan, the income plan, the portfolio management, we're also educating that client. And that's what people are really looking for out there. Well, and folks, if that's something you're looking for out there, now to be the time to give Eric and Joseph a call and, and come on in, sit down, and have that conversation. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. You'll get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. That's 800 779 1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, we're going to continue Two Truths and a Lie. Stay tuned. We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric, of course, independent fiduciary. He's president of Retirement Wealth. He's known as a bit of a writer as well. And, of course, Joseph Lanz is here. Joseph is a fiduciary independent alongside Eric uh, with, uh, again, you guys really do. I mean, you guys do a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's, it's been interesting too, because, you know, I, I thought maybe this year we were going to have a little bit of reprieve from last year, but it's basically, I mean, it's like 2022 2.0. And um, so there's still a lot of people that are coming in and, and, you know, the common denominator, I think is, is that people are saying, I just think something is off, Eric. I mean, and that's what a lot of people seem to be saying. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I got it. You know, it's interesting, Steve, people want to have financial forward progression. And when they don't feel like they have that, that's something where, you know, they're, they're coming in and they're sitting down with us and saying, okay, what can you give me that I haven't had before? And what they're seeing is, is that we're putting them through a process. And I think that that's what people are really craving in these difficult times. Well, no, you make a great point, and, and you're right. I think it is the process that people want to experience. They want to know that they're that they're being taken care of, and they want to know that their money is going to be safe and that it's going to be there. Yeah, and I think people are looking for accountability. Like, they want to know, okay, if you're going to take over my finances, my net worth, how can I hold you accountable? Because they, they've never had that before. And the other thing that they want is full transparency. I want to be able to see 
what I'm investing in, why I'm investing in it. How do I know that I'm going to be okay? And and that's where we do the income plan or the financial plan. I mean, there's a lot of different things that we're trying to give them a lot of tools that they've been missing in the past. And so, like I said, it's, this is where it makes a huge difference for that client. Sure. Folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 800-779-1942. All right, jump back into two Two truths and a lie. Uh, it'll. I'll never be able to save enough money for retirement. A Roth is a pre-tax is pre-tax, so you don't have to worry about being taxed when withdrawing your capital in retirement, or you don't need a lot of money to begin the process of planning for retirement. Well, I mean, the lie is saving for retirement is something that over fifty-five percent of Americans feel they are behind. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting when you read this is that. It is possible to save enough for retirement, um, but like I said, there's a lot of Americans who feel like they're behind the the retirement eight ball, and I kind of see that too. You know, I- interestingly enough, in our area, Joseph and I always talk about this. There's a very high concentrated position of wealth, mm-hmm. right? We, I mean. You know, how often do we see million-dollar boats, Joey? Right? right, and it's just like another day. Right? It's, it's just another day. Oh, there goes another million-dollar boat, Yeah. right? And, you know, you see Bentleys. I mean, just it, it's just insane. Uh, Ritz-Carlton is putting up these condos. They're 3 to $4 million a piece, and, you know, they're going to be sold out in no time. I mean, the, the wealth in this area is insane. But you go outside of the area, and you go to inner Florida, and it's a completely different ball game. Oh, sure. So the thing is, is that what we have to realize is what does the rest of America look like outside of our bubble? And there's a lot of people that are struggling to retire out there. And quite frankly, there's a lot of people that get hooked on the Florida lifestyle down here mm-hmm. and now want to try to keep up with the Joneses. And when I came down here in 2010, here's the funny thing. I'm like, damn, everything, everybody's got a $100,000 boat. <laughs> $100,000 boat anymore? I mean, yes. everybody's going to be like, I don't want that thing. <laughs> ah, gee, that's yeah. not good enough. That. Yeah, right? I mean, and now you're looking at five hundred, six hundred $600,000 boats. I mean, that's just the norm on the water now. Um, I mean, you know, you still have the perfect, I think is the perfect little uh, uh, sun deck boat that, that 237 that uh, Hurricane puts out. It's a great little deck boat. I think that's one of the most best boats down here especially for your money but you know like i said they're, they're few and far between i mean everybody's got these big triple motors and it's just insane to me but people get hooked on that lifestyle and they want to be a part of it so again it's just there's a lot of people that feel like they are behind but it really is the time to get caught up and take a look at the financial plan. Don't be overwhelmed by it. Just get the financial plan done and see where you actually stand. Sure. I mean, absolutely get the plan done. If you'd like to get your plan started, it's 800-779-1942. So back to two truths and a lie. Tax planning is a huge component of a comprehensive plan. The younger you are, the younger you retire, the more risk you have of running out of money. And a 401k is not a retirement plan in and of itself. Yeah, well, assuming you plan well, then you shouldn't have to worry about your retirement. And, you know, working with a financial planner or an advisor can help you build up that guaranteed stream of lifetime income into your plan. And I think even getting back to the one that we were talking about before this one, where we feel like we're never able to save enough for retirement. The real thing is we don't know how much to save until you're going to until you know how much you need. And that's always the first start or first step of that financial plan is figuring out how much you need. And then we're factoring in taxes and inflation on top of that and and factoring that out over the lifetime of your retirement, because everybody wants to get to, you know, the certain number that they need to retire. Or, you know, once I get here, once I get to this age, I'll be able to retire. Well, really, it starts with how much do you really need on a yearly basis in mm-hmm. retirement? And then we can start from there because a lot of people are shocked when they, they come in and they feel like they're doing everything wrong. And they say, I just want to, you know, uh, maybe I can retire by 65, but I'm okay if I have to work until 67. Then I run their whole financial plan and I'm like, hey, this has you guys re- retiring at 65. And they're like, really? We can retire at 65. So they just never sat down before and factored in what their expenses were and what their contribution rates were to their 401k and saw the numbers on paper. But a lot of people, once they actually see those numbers on paper, they're like, oh, we are doing things right. right? Mm -hmm. We're not missing out on anything big. We were putting away enough money. And as long as that money is invested correctly, they're going to have a successful retirement. Right. 
And uh, all right, let's keep going. I, I like this next one. Two truths and a lie. A fiduciary makes decisions with your best interest in mind. You can create a plan that involves guaranteed lifetime income uh, for life, and you need a million dollars to retire. <laughs> well, I mean, the old you need a million dollars to retire concept, yeah. I mean, it's kind of outdated. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, there's a lot of people who feel like you know, 2 million has got to be their minimum, you know? And uh, when you really think about it, if you've got a $2 million portfolio at a 5% withdrawal, that's a hundred grand a year. Um, and, you know, w with inflation going through the roof and again, and again it, you know, what, what, I'm, what I'm really concerned about in Florida is the HOA fees for people. Okay. I mean, you know, the HOA fees after the hurricane are going through the roof. Well, I'll bet. And the other thing, too, Steve, is that people are starting to pay more attention to actually who is managing the HOA fee because, honestly, there's a lot of um, little communities that are don't have as much money in there as they thought they did. And so all of a sudden you get walloped with a hurricane, and now you need, you know, everybody needs a new roof. There's a new assessment. And then you realize, you know what, our, our little community is not as financially strong as we thought. And we actually had a client that sold their place to get out of there because of that whole reason. Um, she said, yeah, she goes, I, I, I felt like they were, they were horribly managing our money. So anyways, HOA fees, golf fees, uh, any kind of country club fees, marina fees, all of those are going way up. And like I said, material cost, uh, supply and demand issues, the cost of labor have gone through the roof as well. So, you know, you gotta be, you really have to wonder, you know, if a, if a person thinks, you know, I have a million dollars, don't get me wrong, a million dollars is an awful lot of money, but you also have to be a good, a good caretaker of that money. Mm -hmm. right. And so, like I said, I mean, even when you retire, it's not like, you know, you're done living. You could have another 25 to 30 years left, and some of those years could be pretty expensive years. So as we get closer to retirement, you know, maybe we get to be around 50. Is that is that a good time to, to come in and really cement a plan? I mean, I think so. I, I mean, you know, I, I think at 50, if you can really start to get serious about your finances and, you know, we have a lot of people that are coming in that are like 54 and 55 and I'm like, I'm, and I'll tell them right up front, I'm glad that you came in at this age, because like I said, in another two to three years, it's more difficult to do any kind of financial planning. So the sooner that you start, the better off that you are. And that's what, really what we're looking at. All right. And uh, let's see, we've got time for another one here. Two truths and a lie. You can boost your monthly social security payments if you delay claiming until age 70. You need 70 to 85% of your current income level to win in retirement and or your social security benefits may be reduced if you begin benefits before full retirement age or are still employed. Yeah, we find that that middle one, 70 to 85% of your current income level is kind of the biggest lie. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people get fixated on that where there's this thing called a wage replacement ratio that a couple of years ago was big in traditional finance where it was like, you know, I have a 70% wage replacement ratio. That's what I'm going to need in retirement. Well, whenever we work with people, we just take their current expenses and start adding on taxes and inflation, even if they're still working. Because some people actually end up spending more money in retirement than they were during their working years. Especially if you and your spouse are both retired, when you really think about it in your head, when you were working, you were staying busy, right? 40, mm -hmm. to, 40 to 50 hours a week, you and your spouse were both doing something that was making you money, not costing you money. Now you have seven days of complete free time that if you're a regular sane person, you're going to want to fill up some time by doing something, right? Doing a something, lot of, yeah. A lot of hobbies cost money. You're going to probably be traveling more wherever, whatever uh, you plan on doing. You're probably going to be looking around thinking, oh, we need to remodel the kitchen. Now you're spending 24-7 in your home, right? You're starting to realize, hey, that has to be fixed. Oh, we should fix that up. So there's a lot of things that are actually may increase your need for income, especially in those first couple of years of retirement. So we definitely don't want to bank your whole retirement on, well, as long as I'm making you know, 70% of what I was, I'm going to be good. We actually have to sit down and go through that budget with you and look at all those expenses. All right. Well, what we've determined here is there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there. And uh, the way to get it straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, is give Eric and Joseph a call. That's right, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. 
What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds like a plan, folks. Make that call today while you're thinking of it. 800-779-1942. Get that comprehensive financial review. See where you are today. But more importantly, let them create that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 10 calls. Right now, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, when we come back, we're going to explore a number of retirement-related questions that begin with the word when. Welcome back. WealthWorks Radio, that's the program. Eric Carney's here. Joseph Lenz is here. I'm Steve Siddall, and we have got a great show going. Just spent some two truths and a lie, uh, spending some time doing that. And I like this one, too, guys. I mean, this is, um, you know, you answer a lot of questions, and, and I guess that this is probably true. A lot of those questions begin with when. Yeah. When should I stop worrying? <laughs> yeah, okay. When, right. Eric, help yeah. me out. When, according when. to the news, never. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it's interesting that you bring that up is just because, you know, like uh, people come in here and it's like, it is crazy. People, I'm just worried. I'm worried. It's like a wall of worry. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, you know, and when you ask him, how much news do you watch? Oh, I pay attention all the time. Okay, there's your problem because I do not worry, but I do not watch the news. No. And, you know, it's like in my mom's like, my mom always, she, you know, she's going to be 87 this year. Good Lord. Um, She's like, I just want you to know, I really don't watch the news that much anymore. Really? Because whenever I go over to your house, I can hear it from the driveway. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. I pull in there and I hear somebody screaming on that TV and I walk in and she's like, I can't hear you. I'm like, that's because your TV is on level 10. (laughs) You can't hear anything. (laughs) So, yeah, she watches the news constantly. But I think in our heads, we want to think we watch less news. But no, we watch a lot of news. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to make a concerted effort to not. Yeah, it's just, you know, and it's the same BS. It's like over and over. Yeah. What, what, one guy will come on. He's like, we're going to talk about the big scandal today. And then all of a sudden when, the, when they're bringing on the next guy, we're going we're gonna to talk about the big scandal today, but mm-hmm. in a different way. And then, and we're then gonna you change ca- the channel and it's, we're going to talk about the big scandal, <laughs> but on this network. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to tell you why the other guys are wrong, right? Yeah, exactly. We're going to exactly. tell you how the shade of blue is a different shade of blue in a different way. It's like, it's the same crap. Yeah, you know? of course it, it really is. Yeah. is. Well, and so, again, these questions that we have here, um, when should I start taking Social Security benefits? I mean, that's a good question because it's a it's an integral part of the plan. But at the same time, you know, maximizing that benefit is uh, is uh, not an easy thing to do. Yeah, I think that there's two main things that you look at. We always run different scenarios for people when we're looking at either taking it as early as 62 or as late as 70. But age expectancy is obviously a big issue here, right? It's a big variable. How long are you actually expecting to live for? And nobody can really answer that, right? There's no, you know, even scientists or actuaries get things like that wrong. But if you have a family with longevity, a history of longevity in your family, then sometimes taking that later Social Security will make more sense to you. Because you're going to hit that break-even point where by you waiting to take it, it made more sense because you're getting a larger payment every single month. Now, to the flip side of that, the other thing that we look at is actually your other assets and how much income you need starting out. Obviously, if you don't plan on stopping work until 65, then it would be pretty silly for us to take it at 62 because you're actually going to get a deduction if you're working and, and taking Social Security before your full retirement age. But also what comes into play is stressing out your portfolio, meaning if you do retire at 62 and you're planning on taking all the income that you need now from your portfolio, that can really stress out that portfolio, especially if that means that you're taking more than the actual projected rate of return on that account. You're actually dipping into principal. So what could be a good strategy is taking Social Security earlier or as early as possible for that situation. That way, your portfolio is actually allowed to sit there and continue to grow. 
Right. And uh, so, again, when, uh, you know, when do we start claiming Social Security? But you, you kind of led into the next one there, Joseph. I mean, when should I start withdrawing money from my retirement accounts? I mean, that's a big question. And, and most of us have no clue. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that want to understand, OK, now that I'm leaving a paycheck, how do I receive a paycheck? And so this is where we create the income plan. And we're, we're actually showing people, look, we're going to create several streams of income for different reasons. Some may have market exposure. Some may not have market exposure. Some may be tax-free. Some not may not be tax-free. So, but it's, it's basically a, all these ingredients of where your paycheck is going to come from. And we can actually discover where we're best going to pull that money from each and every year or each and every month even. Um, so this is a really big deal. Again, it, it goes back to that accountability that that, that client is looking for. Sure. And, and and again, but those are the tough questions that that you're right. People want to understand, but it's uh, it's not always easy. I think a lot of people think that it's pretty easy, right? Like I need this much money a month, but when people really get involved with the financial planning process, now all of a sudden they're really sitting down with us and like, okay, now I do have questions. Like I have all these different accounts. How do I pull from these? Like then it gets overwhelming. At first you think, well, I have, you know, these piles of money, but really what it is is that, you know, there's people out there with accounts all over the place all over the place. And so the bottom line is that what we want to do is consolidate those, really bring them in and making sure that each one is getting managed because you have to understand that you have a pile of money and now what you have to do every month is strategically pull off that that piece of money that you need every month while having the ability for that pile of money to keep hopefully growing over time, right. outpacing inflation, outpacing your taxes and so forth. And, and that's what we really have to take a look at. And so, again, the income plan is something that a lot of people need. I can't believe how many times, and, and Joseph can follow me up on this, but how many times you give someone an income plan and they're like, I've never seen this before. Mm -hmm. How is that possible that you're getting ready for such a huge event in your life and you've never figured out where your income's gonna come from? Right. Well, yeah, how, how can that possibly be? I, 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 I just don't think that there's a lot of advisors out there who know how to do it or are, I, I don't know. I can't, I really can't speak for them, sure. for their frame of mind. Of course, well, again, but those are the kinds of things, and, and you've said that many times, Eric, is that you, know, you sit down with people and they say, well, why haven't I heard this before? Why haven't right. I seen this before? I mean, that says that speaks volumes for you. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, and, and that's what, why I, I know that we separate ourselves from from everyone else. I know that for a fact. Um, you know, like I said, I mean, I I know what's out there. I mean, I'm kind of obsessed to see what another financial planning firm is going to offer them. And a lot of times people are just getting sold investments, tools, products, mutual funds, whatever it may be. And they're not provided any backup or any proof why this is, you know, hopefully good for you. And so what we're doing is through the financial plan, we're, we're pr providing them a good reason, uh, you know, why we're going into this. And, and this is what we hope to get out of this. And it's like, and now the person understands, okay, now I understand it much better, you know, and, and I'll tell you, you know, the, the problem is, is that people are getting into retirement and they realize that they're in a huge taxable position. And I'm like, well, why didn't your advisor tell you 10 years ago you're headed towards a taxable situation? I don't know. And they're like, you tell me, Eric. I'm like, I don't know either. Because if they did any kind of planning, they're going to forecast all the red flags and all the financial hurdles that you're going to have. And now all of a sudden people are coming to us. And now we really have to hyper-focus on a tax reduction strategy when it's much more difficult because the person now is 10 years ten years older. Sure. So a lot of times, you know, that financial plan is really going to forecast what we need. So this has got to be one of the biggie questions that you get. When should I consider retiring? I think maybe we might have something in our mind, but if we're open-minded about it, you maybe can help guide us and direct us to the optimum time to retire. Yeah, whenever we sit down with anybody new, I mean, this is the whole point of the financial plan to begin with, right? If somebody hasn't actually retired yet, you're figuring out when is the most optimal time. Um, and what I love to do is get different ages from that, people of different goal ages that they may have in their head already, you know? 
let's let's look at 65 and 66 and 67 or if we want to do more scenarios than that and then I can start factoring in different strategies on top of that let's throw in a Roth conversion strategy as well let's move this bucket over here and create a stream of income with this see how that looks and I'm able to build out all these different scenarios so now this person isn't just getting one plan that says hey look you can do retirement at 65 they're getting multiple plans that say not only can you do retirement at 65 but if we make these changes, you can actually do 64. Or on the other hand, if you just wait one more year, here's how many assets get added to the end of your financial plan. Here, we're able to accomplish this by choosing this strategy. And really, we're able to present all of that to the client. And then at the end of the day, just like everybody, this is their money, right? This mm -hmm. is their money, their decisions. So we present them with the different scenarios and give our perspective and our point of view of what we would suggest. But then whatever one they decide to go with is completely their choice. Sure. I love the fact that you give us options, you give us choices, and that really is, is your role as a fiduciary is to say, all right, here are some options that we think are, are that could be successful. Yeah, because I think a lot of people are used to an advisor who maybe pigeonholed to one company or pigeonholed to, you know, sell insurance products from one company and they feel like, you know, they go and sit down with that advisor and like, hey, the advisor's like, hey, here's what we can do for you and pushes them a piece of paper of some insurance product or portfolio that they have. Like, here's what we do. And when they meet with us, they see that our plans are, we can build so many different types of plans and, and fit them to their exact needs. And they're not used to having those options where they're like, oh, wait, I can take more income out of here. Oh, I can actually be invested in this as well. You can manage my 401k for me too. You can give me those suggestions, you know. And so they're, they're not used to working with that independent fiduciary advisor, which is really what we, you know, make ourselves proud of here is because we are that independent firm. Sure. 800-779-1942. All right, let's do one more here. Uh, I like this one. When should I start estate planning? I mean, I think as soon as possible. I mean, so in, in our office, we do financial triage. So when the client comes in, we really take and focus on the worst part of their financial situation. So maybe it's the portfolio, maybe it's the income plan, uh, maybe it's all the cash that they have sitting in the bank. Um, maybe they have a family issue that we have to take care of. It, 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 whatever it could be. And so financial triage is obviously taking care of the worst part of that first and then shoring up the portfolio as you go along and the estate plan really is the final stage of that where we're you know working with a a, a qualified estate planning attorney that is really going to put together any trust will or, or whatever you possibly need together sure and uh, on that note let's go ahead and uh, put a wrap on this segment and invite folks to call whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great, folks. 800-779-1942 is the number you can call to get started. It's a chance to get a practical financial review. And it's a phone call away at 800-779-1942. It's uh, the next 10 callers right now gets that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. An opportunity to see where you are today day, but also a roadmap, a guide that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, questions from you and answers from us. Stay tuned. everybody this is our final segment together that means we've got questions uh, from listeners some good ones today eric carney's here joseph lanz is here again independent fiduciary operation i mean the uh, retirement wealth llc is the company you can find more at the website that's ericcarneyadvisor.com e-r-i-c-k-e-a-r-n-e-y advisor.com so uh you've got a lot going on on that website yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, lately, there's one of the biggest things is people are downloading the portfolio recovery guide. 
And um, basically what's happening is is that people, you know, after last year, a lot of their portfolios are down. They want to understand, okay, how can I recover? So this is where we actually implement a portfolio recovery strategy. And so it's a great guide, a lot of information, nothing salesy in there, just a lot of great information of how to actually try to recover in a down market. So Mm -hmm. um, this actually came about after 9-11. And um, I realized very quickly that when the markets are down, you have to be able to recover. And after 9-11, large caps had suffered from, uh, you know, companies that over $10 billion had suffered for a very long time from like 2001 to 2011. That's also known as the lost decade. Take a look at IBM. Take a look at its 10-year chart during that time didn't do much. And so if you weren't in other asset classes, and this refers to the asset allocation that we talked about earlier, that it is different than diversification, is that what happens is, is that after 9-11, we actually went into gold, real estate, and energy, which are more tangible. And you could actually see where tangible investments back then actually did quite well. And so you wanted to be in an alternative investments, but that was basically the portfolio recovery strategy is, are you actually in relevant asset classes that should you know come back with strong alpha? And that's really what we're trying to educate people about. So again, that's been one of the biggest things on our website that people can download for free. All right, and again, that's ericcarneyadvisor.com. Check it out. I would encourage you to do that. Um, all right, let's jump into a couple of questions. Uh, let's start with uh, Lucas. He's checking in from Nokomis. Uh, Lucas says, I have close to a million dollars in tax-deferred funds. I'm 54. Would it be possible to spend down before RMDs kick in, or would conversions to Roth in my early 60s be the best bet? I'll help you spend it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, the conversions to the Roth uh, would be the best bet. Don't forget, if you're taking money out of that before 59 and a half, you are going to get a 10% penalty on it. So if you convert it um, to the Roth even before the 59 and a half, you don't pay tax, you don't pay the extra 10% penalty on that. The only thing you do pay the 10% penalty on is if you use whatever you convert over to actually withhold and pay taxes from there. It can get a little bit confusing in there, but yeah. Basically just saying, convert that money over to the Roth, but whatever taxes you pay on that, don't use those IRA funds to do that, or else you'll pay that 10% penalty. But I think it's, I mean, isn't he wise to be thinking, hey, I need to, I need to get rid of this tax bomb here? It's the, exactly what it is, the tax bomb, because before he, be, he may not even need the income from that, but once he gets to that RMD point, that's going to be a large amount of money, especially if you think, you know, RMD's getting pushed to a 73. That's 19 years, a million dollars growing for 19 years. Um, and then who knows what taxes are going to be in the next couple of years oh, when, yeah. when they change things around. So it's absolutely right, Steve. All right, Lucas, give us a call. It's 800-779-1942. Uh, Faye is in Punta Gorda, and uh, she says, my husband and myself earn a combined household income of nearly $200,000. We both max out our 401ks and have done so for de- for the last two decades. Wow. Uh, are we allowed to open a Roth IRA for each of us? Now, I've heard some folks say they are not eligible, that we are not eligible to open one. Any input mm-hmm. is much appreciated. Boy, what do you think? Yeah, they're able to open up. Uh, they can each open up a Roth IRA. The income limit, meaning... Uh, for a married couple filing jointly can't earn over $228,000 in that given year. So for 2023, if their household income was 200, they would be able to open up the outside Roth IRA. I would suggest though, that they just look into their 401k and see if they have the Roth option in there. Mm -hmm. Because if they're both maxing out their Roth or their 401ks to begin with, um, and they're over 50, they could each be putting $30,000 away into their own individual Roth, which is massive tax savings Oof, down the line. Yeah. And oh, here's the thing. I mean, if you, if you make over 250000 you can open a Roth. Just can't contribute to it. <laughs> <laughs> so when a client says, can I open this? Yeah, you can open it. Go ahead. Right. Can't, can't do anything with it. Yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. Great advice. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. It's. Uh, uh, you want to hear something funny? Yes, I do. And I will not say the company who it is with, but this goes back a long time ago. So I I started out at American Express Financial Advisors, and then it eventually became Ameriprise, and that's actually when I went independent. But another buddy of mine actually left at the same time, and he went to go work for this other company. And again, I got to be very careful not to say the name. But anyways, 
at the end of the week, you know, he we caught up with each other. He says, hey, Eric, you know, how are you doing being on your own? I said, good. I took on, you know, three pretty good clients, and I'm really happy. And, and this is like in the heyday, like in the very beginning. So taking on three clients was huge. And he goes, well, you're not going to believe this. He goes, I opened up 18 accounts. And I go, Tom, I go, are you serious? And he goes, yeah. He goes, the company I work for doesn't care if there's any money in them. They just want me to open up accounts. Oh I swear God. that is true. Whoa. And, and so I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, I have three clients that I'm actually managing money. He's excited because he opened up 18 accounts at zero balance. <laughs> and he's like, I'm doing great. Oh, yeah. Right? Wow. 800-779-1942, Faye, if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Uh, Archie has a question in Naples. He says, I'm married, no other dependents, and planning to retire in 10 years. I've been self-managing plans and funds for decades, and I'm comfortable with my plan and my practice. Now, I wanted to create a relationship with someone who could step in on topics I am unsure about to help manage the portfolio, make regular disbursements to my wife, and make sure she is set for life. Any chance you think you could help get her fired up about this? Yeah, just tell her how it's going to improve her shopping. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That works all the time. I mean, yeah. I would say like 90, 90% across the board, it works. And so, you know, uh, no, but basically, you know what it is, is that there's a lot of people that get overwhelmed by finances. And a lot of times a couple will come in and it's actually the husband who really hasn't taken care of any of the finances. It's the wife because he may be on the road traveling or working and so forth. And she takes over the finances and he, he doesn't even understand. So sometimes, you know, one spouse is dragged in by the other, right? But that's okay because what happens is, is that people really, you know, get overwhelmed by finances, but what they don't get overwhelmed by is their lifestyle. So honestly, if you're trying to maintain that lifestyle, keep up that lifestyle um, and not get rid of that, then all of a sudden somebody has, you know, uh, a shared interest in that. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Well, I like what Archie's trying to do is to just make sure that his, that his life is sort of tied up on both ends, right? Right. Yeah, it's basically, you know, the difference between a Michael Kors bag and a Louis Vuitton bag. Okay. Right? I mean, that's, that's what we're looking at. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's see. we got time for another one here. Let's go to Edith uh, in Fort Myers. Uh, Edith says, I've been contributing to a target date retirement fund in my Roth IRA. I recently started a job at a company that provides a 401k match. I tried Googling, but it was unable to determine the answer. Is there some kind of law or rule against contributing to the same target date fund in an IRA and a 401k? If not, is this even a good idea? If you look up, if you should contribute to a target date fund, you'll see my picture. And, <laughs> and I'm holding a big sign that says, don't do it, right? Right. Uh, just because target date funds, I mean, they 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 seem to be so easy, right? And But yet they're not factoring in what interest rates are doing out there. And so they're saying, oh, well, you know, I've always been told as I get closer to retirement, the more bond funds I should have. Well, you got clobbered last year more than likely. And if you really take a look at the three and the five-year rate of return on bond funds, you really got socked. And so, like I said, it, it's something where a target date is, is very dangerous, actually. Um, I actually have many clients who we really – help assist them in managing their 401ks and we're going towards a more uh, concentrated position and you know we we get phone calls on these all the time so really find someone who can really help you and then every six months take another look at that 401k and make sure you're changing the asset allocation to your needs, to your risk tolerance, and also your time frame. With target date funds, when you start with a company and they open the 401k for you, that's where that money goes, is into a target date fund. And I think a lot of people aren't aware of that, and they don't make a change. They might be starting a new job, and now all of a sudden, you know, they're so overwhelmed by the new job. They want to do a good job and everything. Um, they want to figure out how they can work from home most of the time. I mean, that's where they're really concentrating. <laughs> That, that's right. the new workforce, right? Is it really? Uh, yeah. How can I work in my pajamas from home? Yeah. You know, like that, that's the way I want to do it now. But uh, so people put their 401k in the back burner and it's, it's kind of one of the things and it doesn't take a lot of time. Just take 15 minutes to figure that out. And, uh, you know, you'll be better off. Sure. 800-779-1942. And uh, so what, uh, what are we thinking here, Eric, uh, as far as how are you feeling about the market? How are you feeling about the economy? How, what's your gut telling you these days? 
Well, I mean, we've had earnings week this past week, so it's been really interesting. You see where a lot of the tech companies, you know, have kind of been all over the place. And that's also due to interest rate changes as well. So typically the third year of every presidency is very strong or stronger. Um, So we're really hoping that the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ actually return and, and give us some good gains. I think so far... You know, if you're still sitting on the sidelines, you missed some of that whipsaw of the market back up. And you've got to be very careful because this is where you really do have to be cautiously in with the market because you can't miss that upside of the market because those are sometimes going to be the easiest returns that you're going to make. So, again, you've got to be self-aware of what's going on in the market. And, again, do not let your emotions get in the way. Sure. Again, that's great advice as always, Eric. And uh, so let's invite folks to call one last time. Yeah, everybody, thanks so much out there for listening. If you feel like you're out there in a financial no man's land or you really feel overwhelmed by your finances, give us a call today. We're going to take the next five callers if you've saved up over $500,000 for retirement. This is a great opportunity. We're going to run all the reports for you. We're going to do a personal financial blueprint. And this is going to entail importing your exact portfolio into the software and showing you all the strengths and the weaknesses. We're going to do a tax report. We're going to do a volatility analysis. Take a look at your risk. Take a look at your strengths, the weaknesses. Take a look at the fees. See what your asset allocation looks like. We really want to get you reacquainted with that portfolio without any obligation whatsoever. So if you're one of the next five callers, give us a call today at 1-800-779-1942. 800 Four, two. It's an opportunity to get that roadmap to help guide you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Eric, Joseph, as always, a pleasure to be here. My favorite hour of the week. It goes by quickly and uh, cover a lot of ground. Steve, Joseph, thank you so much, gentlemen. Hey, everybody out there. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity products guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.